Washed up, boy. To the Washed Up Ladies and Gents, welcome back to the 18th episode of the Washed Up Boys. I'm KG. Yo, 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 it's your mother boy C Rose, man. Hey. Man, yeah, I'm coming strong this week. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, man, I'm back to life, man. Okay, okay. Boy, he got resuscitated. Hey, man, I had a pretty decent week, man. So right, I can't. Man. Well, can't shoot, you know, man. Let me hear about it. So, um, work was pretty smooth, man. That's going to be the main majority of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know everything went smooth there with the family, man. Everything going real good. I um got some planned. So uh, next episode, I'm gonna let y'all know what happened. Um, but I've been planning this for a long time, bro. So okay. Um, yeah, I got that going. Grandma, um, uh, her grandmother's birthday is Monday as well. Uh, unfortunately, we had some bad news, and um, both sides of the family, we both had deaths in the family. Um, and I know I said this was a good week, but yeah. Um, so I went to the funeral in Tampa this past weekend, going to the funeral tomorrow for her family. Um, but you know, it's always good just to see people you ain't seen in a while, which I hate. We only see people when people die, but, um, you know, we got to change that, but you know, it was just a smooth week, man. Like everything was smooth and, uh, I'm still feeling kind of down about that Alabama, Florida game, but. Uh, we ain't you gotta shake off that. that, bro. Yeah, man. I, I know, bro. I yeah. know, man. They already moved on, man. <laughs> hey, but we got a big game this week, man. So yeah. I think we'll pull this out by 14. Easy. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. Some people got them on upset alert, man. I've been hearing it. I've been hearing it. Mm-hmm. But what about you, man? What, 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 you, what, you, what you had this week? You got any interesting story? It was dope, man. Um, it was actually low-key, but it was cool. I take those weeks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, bro. So you actually put me on this show, uh, Squid Games. Ah. And I remember when you told me the title, I was like, the hell is that, man? What's this dude got me watching? <laughs> and then especially when I found out it wasn't in English, bro. I was like, man, I got to read for a whole hour. <laughs> but, dog, I'm hooked because... I told you, bro. Wait, I'm going to tell you a funny not story me. Quick. Oh, don't do no uh, what you call it, though. No. Because I, I, I ain't watched all of it. Yeah, I ain't going to do no spoilers. I'm just going to tell you. Is. So okay. I first got to... Um, you know the the Squid Games, and as you said, you know it's in Korean. So I'm I'm hype at first, but then when I see it's in Korean, I'm like, damn! Like you said, I gotta read this. Mm-hmm. So literally, bro, my slow behind watch episode one and then two and a half. Before you switch it over, <laughs> I didn't even switch it over, bro. I'm like, and then I accidentally sit on the remote control. And I see, you know, once you push down the English subtitles, be you can change the control. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm from the country. <laughs> for, our pe- for our people that need a translation, that is the remote control. <laughs> yeah, the thing that you turn the channel with, yeah. that thing. Man, I said, bro, so I literally, I said, I'm not going back. So I learned me a little Korean, man, over the episode one and uh, two and a half, man. Oh, yeah. So, so you still haven't went to the dub yet? Or you? I, no, I went to the dub now. Um, so I'm on episode seven. So I ain't gonna spoil it for you. Yeah, because I'm right behind you. I'm on five. Oh, it's some. It's, it gets interesting, bro. Interesting. Yeah. They kill me with that. Uh, 
Well, you know, I guess I could say they killed me on that uh, tug of war, and then they had yeah. the cliffhanger. Oh man, <laughs> I had to go to sleep though. I was like, bro, hey, I think everybody did that because I did the same thing when I got to that part. I said, man, I'm not staying up to watch that episode. I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, but no, that's but a I got show. But I got to ask. Um, not to go down a rabbit hole, but who's your favorite character? So oh, the old man, bro. That's oh, my man, mood. Me too. You know me, me. that's my mood, bro. <laughs> I love to play around. I'm like, yeah, that's my dude. That's how I'm yeah, be when I'm old. Yeah. Already. I think he's a fan favorite, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, man, I saw an interesting post. You know me, I have to check my next door app just to make oh, sure yeah. I, ain't, I ain't getting violated on there. Yes. But uh, I saw a post on there, man, where a neighbor, um, was I guess giving parents a warning that uh, they need to be aware of people handing out edibles to kids doing trick or treating. Oh, wow. And when I'm reading this, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I know damn well ain't nobody just giving out these expensive ass edibles to jits for free. Because that's the case, bro. I'm about to throw a bed sheet on my head and get busy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for free, bro. Like, I'm like, ain't no way, bro. I'm like, no, y'all got this backwards, bro. And and like you said, bro, them things gotta be at least ten, twenty dollars. Like you ain't just giving away yeah. a whole box of you know, you know they had a little uh candy bowls. You ain't just like, ain't you know, no only do candy bowls no more. You gotta do it every time somebody knocks on the door. Yeah, I might be a candy bowl dude, man. <laughs> oh, for real? I don't need these just knocking on my door all night. Oh man, but you know you got them kids who are gonna take that one swoop, but I guess it when it's over, it's over. Hey, that's it, man. You- Shoot, I ain't, I can't control that. Get here quicker. <laughs> but what uh did they say what state it was? Was it in like a West Coast, California, or something like that? Or no, they were saying here in our neighborhood in Austin. So oh wow. Yeah. I'm like, man, y'all don't have to worry about that. I promise hey, you. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure nobody giving out free uh, mm-hmm. animals, bro. But like I said, you know, let me not discredit anything that you read, but that's just hard to believe, man. That, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I'm going to slide on that one. <laughs> I'm sliding. <laughs> uh, so, bro, um, I've been thinking, man. I saw this go- post going around. Which one? What are some things you don't understand the popularity of? Oh, you're going to be mad at me. Oh, boy, most of our fans are going to be mad at me because I'm going to talk about the number one thing, in my opinion, bro, and I can't stand it, dog. Taco Bell. Oh, I ain't mad at you. Trash. I know you're going to laugh. Now, y'all know. <laughs> and people in love with this, bro. Like, I've seen people, like, go two or three times a week. Y'all know that's not process- Y'all know that's not real food, right? Like, it's coming out of a bag, and it ain't even beans. It's not meat. It ain't anything. So, that's my first one. But the second one, and this is a popular choice, bro. But why does everybody like McDonald's, dog? Yeah, I'm a violator, bro. I, I I definitely try to limit myself. Mm-hmm. But I love that shit, man. Bro, y'all, okay, bro. You know the damn chicken nuggets ain't made of chicken. You know that. I, right? You know I worked at McDonald's for three weeks. I think I told you that. It's the hardest job I ever had in my life. I had to quit. And I'm wait, aware. You, you quit in three weeks? Quit in three weeks. Couldn't handle it. <laughs> I'm aware that it ain't uh-huh. real. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Working there, there's certain things I eat. And then certain like things I won't eat. I ain't gonna mess up people, but you know, the fries I'm cool with, bro. Cool. The filet of fish, that's my vibe. That's that's my only go to if I my in need, I have to go. So yeah. I would say uh, those are those are pretty good items. You'll be okay. Um 
I know the chicken nuggets. I get it. <laughs> damn, bro. You put things with sweet and sour sauce on. <laughs> Hey, I, I forget all college. about it, cause hey, when I was in college, boy, I, I dipped that barbecue and that sweet and sour hey, mixing together. That could be a chicken beat beat. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's something about the crisp, dog. It's something about the crisp. But when I found out what it was, I said, "Ah, oh, hell no." No, I feel you, bro. I was definitely one. Yeah, I could easily go to McDonald's four, five times a week in my heyday, but I didn't had you know hit hit it all the way back. Now I'm getting up there in age, so. All right, bro. Be honest with the people. When the last time you had a Big Mac? I don't eat the burgers there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, right, so yeah, that I ain't real either. No, I can't. Okay. Um, but you know, I will say I could. Only reason I can understand the popularity of Taco Bell, mm-hmm. like, bro, you can go there with five dollars and legit be <laughs> stuffed. <laughs> I never liked yeah. it, so I ain't gonna lie. I was a little bougie. I'm more of a Chipotle guy, and I've been there since day one. But yeah, I've seen you know, especially in them college days, bro. You know, you put your pennies together, bro. You can get a real meal out of that. <laughs> get a whole box out of that. I shouldn't say a real meal. You can get a whole bunch of edible stuff, I guess. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say because everything you going in gonna come right back out. Oh yeah, I think it's been 20 years since I ate Taco Bell. I can believe it. I don't know when the last time I ate it. Yeah, but I yeah, those, tell you. those my two, man. But give me, give me two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess if you hurt some feelings, I might be hurting some feelings too on this uh-oh, one, man. Uh oh. But bruh, I cannot understand those huge eyelashes that women wear. Like I don't get how they're so <laughs> popular. You know, I'm not talking about the little normal eyelash extension, right? Like, right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Those are those are good. I, I'm with that. You know, right. I get the vibe of those, but. No, I promise you. I saw a lady that legit had what I thought was a wig hanging off her eyelid, bro. You lying, Scared dog. the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was getting an early jump on Halloween, cuz. Hey, bro. Hey, you come out the ones where they can barely open their eyes. Yeah, man. I'm like, yo, I know your eyelid is exhausted right now. What are you doing? <laughs> like, why you got to go through this? Hey, bro, but the, but the craziest ones, not be the long ones, but the ones that be layered, where it look like it's a uh, like, like a, a spider or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro! I'm like, yo, that looks crazy. And the, but like I said, ladies, we not talking about the ones where y'all do it right and y'all put like legitimate length and you know it looks very yeah. decent. You yeah, know, like, some like natural. Yeah, we ain't talking yeah. about y'all. Yeah, you you know the ones, man. <laughs> we talking about the fan swoopers, man. We do. And then another thing I can't comprehend, you know, I, my age may be showing on this one, but mm-hmm. it's the people that consistently go live on Facebook or IG, oh, just doing bro. regular shit though, bro. bro. <laughs> like yo, like bro. People like are people really interested in you? Like pouring a glass of water, taking out the trash, driving around. You, you know, know the crazy thing to me about it is, bro. What's that? Only be like, you know, I, you know, you scroll through because you uh-huh. see people stuff. Yeah, and not saying I'm being nosy, which I probably am, but it probably it'd be like two views. So <laughs> you don't think after a while you get like people be like, "What well, nobody really watching this? So why am I doing it?" Right, my ego, but right, but we gonna shut this one down. I want to see my auntie, <laughs> my mama friend looking. We gonna chill out, bro. But you just made me think about another one too, where. People post a every second move. Like, I yeah. don't understand why that's so in demand. Like, that's so important. 
You know what they say, man. If people don't know you're doing it, are you really doing it? I guess, bro. I ain't with it. I'm like, hey, well, you can leave it to the imagination, damn it. You know, I kind of get like, you know, if you had a concert or a game, you know. That's different. Just a little bit here and there. But even then, certain people just go overkill with it. I'm like, damn, are you enjoying the show? Like, you done basically paid to be a cameraman at this point. Bro, bro, you just hey, you took the words out of my mouth. See, now we talking. It's like, are you going to do a job or are you going to enjoy the festivities? <laughs> Word up, bro. So, bro, you ain't lying though. You ain't you ain't lying about the um. You got me stuck on these eyelashes, dog. I'm just picturing like people I've seen out with these fan swoopers on, dog. Said fan swoopers for real, though. It's, just, it's wild, bro. <laughs> it's wild. But man, let's get into these news headlines, man. All right, man. So what you got for me this week? Guilty, guilty, guilty. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly was found guilty on all counts in his racketeering and sex trafficking trial. He'll be sentenced in May 2022 and faces decades in prison. Uh, we'll dig a little deeper into that uh, later in the show. Uh, next is official, man. The U.S. now has more legal cannabis workers than dentists, paramedics, or electrical engineers. 321,000 Americans now work in the industry, and that's a 32% increase from last year. Uh, Last, yeah, was that? No, I was saying good for them, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Good for them. Build it up, build it up. Yeah. And last, um, Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins are refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccination, uh, which is mandatory if you want to attend an indoor event. Uh, with large crowds in the states of New York and California, and those are states that they play in respectfully. Uh, Kyrie Irving has broached the idea of skipping home games and only playing in arenas where the mandate is not in effect. Uh, There are whispers, though, that Kevin Durant is in his ear, convincing him to try to go ahead and get the jab so that they don't have any hiccups on their way to a championship run this year. So that's uh, to be determined. Um, I got mixed feelings about that, man. I know you do, man. Let's uh, let's chat about it a little bit. Yeah, man. I got mixed feelings about. It. And I'm gonna start with uh, well, first I, I go on order. Um, you know, I'm glad, like I said, you know, they found him. You know, if they they have the evidence of what he's done, I'm glad that they got the guilty verdict and people getting justice first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, it's gonna be decades, bro. I don't think we are gonna hear from R. Kelly again, to be honest. Well, I, I think that's it. Um, and I don't even want to shed too much light on that, give that too much light. But hey, the the system worked the way it's supposed to this time, so uh, we'll keep it moving. But um, Kyrie, bro, um, and I know you mentioned Andrew Wiggins, but mm-hmm. I like what Kyrie doing, bro. I know people go, a lot of people don't like it, but he's taking control of his destiny. And I don't know, I think this, yeah, this actually was Kyrie. What they were saying, um, he was thinking about retirement anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, he got enough money. He got a championship. Um, what does he what, I mean, what does he have to prove, you know, just to be honest and truthful? Um, and it's one of those things where, hey, you take control of your destiny. And like I said, I know you mentioned the whole, you know, the vaccine thing, and I know it's important for safety and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, bro, it's, it, number one, it's a game. And number two, you're a grown man first and then a player second. Uh, actually, a father 
first, you know, and you know what I mean, but no, it's not. A, okay, so basically, it's about, in my opinion, father first, player second. And if you feel like, you know, family reasons or whatever the case is that you and your family don't want the shot, I think it should be an open discussion. But I don't feel like he should have to do that. But if it needs to be more protocol or whatever the case is, I'm down with that. I mean, he should be down with that, especially if he knows he's not getting the shot. But at the same time, I don't think the forcing of it. Um, I mean, I just like him standing up for what he believes in, in my opinion. True. I mean, no one's forcing him to get it. He doesn't have to get the shot. But that's uh, what. But it's kind of consequences is, with. No, there's consequences yeah. for not getting it, but no one's forcing you to get it. You don't have to play basketball. That's a privilege, in my opinion. And that's why I think, like, I commend him because he said he'll just retire and be good. Yeah. Like, I commend him for setting his up, setting himself up to be in position to make that decision, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And that's cool. Like I said, no one's forcing him to get it. If that's what he wants to do, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, good luck. Peace to him, man. Absolutely. uh, I mean, I I want your take, though, because I know we got different takes on this. So I I, I, I want to hear what you think. Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, my I'd be open. I we're vaccinated in this house. I've already kind of uh, thrown that out there before, right? Um, you know, my stance on the vaccine when it initially came out, I was a, I guess, a slow roller to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my history. I have parents who grew up in segregated South. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just uh, I was just two generations away from the Tuskegee uh, experiment. So mm-hmm. all that, you know, went into my head before the the shots, um, before the vaccinations. Um, I talked mm-hmm. to some people that I trust who work in a medical field before, um, mm-hmm. you know, deciding to take this this step. Um, but, you know, essentially my push for it was that, you know, it's bigger than me. You know, I mm-hmm. have some people who I, who can't get the shot, my daughter, who can't get the shot. So I needed to do what I can to protect her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a mother who's a senior citizen. I want to do all that I could to protect her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was my motivation for getting it. Um, you know, I had a, you know, we got a good home man, Pascal. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a good point, man, the other day. He mm-hmm. was he, he works in the medical field. He was, you know, slow to get to it, uh, the mm-hmm. vaccine. But his mother, father, and his sister got it. Uh-huh. And so he said to himself, and I thought it was the greatest point. Uh-huh. He was like, if something is wrong with this vaccine, and my uh-huh. mom, dad, and sister already had it, if something happens to them, I'm not trying to be by here bad, but I'm not trying to be left here by myself, if you get what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> I was like, damn, that just makes perfect sense. Wow, it does. That's, yeah, a, great, that's a great way to look at it. <laughs> so he's like, shit, hey, we all doing it. So um, so you know, not to go down this rabbit hole, man. That was my mm-hmm. motivation for getting it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't forced, but I felt like I had to do it to protect other people. Now, Kyrie, on the other hand, no one's forcing him to get it. Like mm-hmm. I said, him playing in the NBA is not life or death. Mm-hmm. He can go out and get a regular nine to five. He needs money. I doubt he'll need it. I'm sure nope. he's a smart guy. I'm sure he took care of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's not like it, like I said, it's not life or death. He's not, he doesn't have to play in the NBA. Now, if the NBA hasn't necessarily said that players have to get vaccinated, um, 
but these states that these two gentlemen particularly play in New York and California says they do. So you don't think that's for us? No, because he doesn't. Why does does he have to play basketball? They're saying any indoor event. So even if he does stop playing basketball and just want to go to a restaurant, they're still telling him, unless you tell him to move. Yeah, I mean, he what, has a freedom. He can move or he can just get the food to go. There's nothing There's nothing that you have to do, bro. I mean, all that outside, is privilege. Yeah. All that is outside, a privilege. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, going I to a restaurant is a privilege, though. No, I'm talking about going to the store, though. Grocery store, grocery shopping. That's a privilege. You get your food delivered, your groceries mm-hmm. delivered to your house. So let me ask, why isn't being why isn't getting getting your stuff delivered privilege? The other way around. No, I'm just saying you don't even have to get groceries, bro. So how you gonna eat? You can grow your own food if you're that dedicated to it. If you don't want the vaccine that bad, bro, make it happen. Uh, if I mean, if you really bought that life. And that's what well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why should I be forced to make those decisions? based off of another decision that was made on top of that. What do you mean you're forced? <clears throat> I mean, not, I'm saying on the, on, not on the, on, the, on the surface, but essentially I'm being forced if I'm in that position. You're saying you're forced to get the vaccine. If I'm in that position, if I'm in, in the state of New York, what they're saying, if I have to go inside, uh, uh, if I need to go inside of a restaurant or an enclosed facility, I have to have the vaccine. Okay, but Tyrese why do you forced to do that? Why do you have to go inside a restaurant though? If though if those people won't play by your rules, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you're Kyrie, you don't want to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. If those people don't want to play by your rules mm-hmm. and they want a lot of people with without the vaccine inside, why would you want to go in there? You don't want to support that business. You don't have to. That like I said, that's not life or death. That doesn't. That doesn't. Now that might hinder your quality of life. Mm-hmm. But that's not anything that you have to have. They're not denying you food. You could go get it to go. You could have a friend go inside and pick it up for you. Whatever. You can. But, but those, that's what I'm, that's those, what I'm are those are consequences. Those are consequences. So that's what I'm saying. Why does there have to be a consequence because I'm not getting it? Why is there not a consequence if I am getting it? If that makes sense. I don't want to keep going on the rabbit. No, hole. I get it, but I'm saying like you could look at other vaccines like that we get for our children. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get your kid vaccinated, mm-hmm. but the consequences you can't take them to take them to certain daycares like normal daycares with other kids because they need the other children need to be protected. That's just a consequence. That's a choice. But see, you but, made. but but that's what I'm saying. Everybody can still get it though. So are you really protected? It's just you won't get it as bad. So yeah. is everybody really still protected? Because everybody can still get the same exact thing, no matter if they shot up or not. Right. So I think the argument is that if we had a larger number vaccinated, right, uh-huh. we wouldn't have as many different mutations of COVID. I'm not uh-huh. arguing for the vaccination one way or the other. So I don't yeah, want course, it to come of off course. like that. Yeah, exactly, y'all. Yeah, we want to tell the yeah. people we're just basing this off of Kyrie's and we're just, yeah. we just want to debate off of this uh, particular subject that we're yeah. talking about. That's My all. thing is, hey, you're free to live life. If you don't want to get the vaccine, that's cool. Right. But if you don't get the vaccine, this is what you cannot do. 
Gotcha. Well, that's I, a good take, man. And it's man. not anything that's to me. It's not anything that's forced where you're gonna. It's like life or death. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not stopping you from feeding yourself or getting certain resources you need to live. Well, you just make things a little hard on yourself. I mean, I think I think on this one, we're we gonna definitely agree to disagree on this one because I still got some questions that. Uh, I can definitely ask you, but like I said, we'll definitely we'll actually we need to have an actual show and a debate about this, man, so we can really talk about it because I think yeah, this is something that. that people probably want to, you know, hear. And people, some people on my side, some people on your side. So I, yeah. I mean, that, that'll be really good content where we can really just bring this out and have a discussion about it and get and get the people feedback so we can yeah. see what they think. You know, yeah, right? yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, you actually uh, got me uh, cooking up some ideas so I can bring to the table next week. So yeah, we'll chat about it. Yeah, let's get it. All right, then. All right, man. So we're going to take a quick break before we get into the deep dives. Be right back. Sounds good. All right, and we're back, man. So uh, let's get into this culture talk. Hey, my second my second favorite. You know my first favorite. This is my second favorite, though. All right. What you got for me this week? So Des Bryant was on the I Am Athlete podcast and had something to say about Colin Kaepernick. And he proceeded to get cooked by the culture on social media as a result. Let's take a listen to the clip and uh, let me know what you think. All right. Like, I respect Colin Kaepernick. But there's one thing that I don't respect. And I said it when I get the opportunity and to get on the stage to say it, I would say it. And I love him to death. So it ain't no hate or nothing like that. But, brother, you had the biggest opportunity in the world to create jobs, build jobs, give jobs to people. The people that you was talking about, the people that that you so-called standing up for, the people who stood beside you, the people who lost their jobs because of you. Where you at? I ain't heard from you. He brought the awareness, and that's why I respect him. What's the call to action? It wasn't one. It wasn't no call to action. All right, bro. So uh, what's your thoughts on that, man? Man, he wrong as hell. Mm. Like, Dez, come on, man. Like... My thing is this. Number one, we have to give credit where credit is due. This man was even brave enough to do what he did, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, and I just think, like, to me, and this is my opinion, it's a slap in the face kind of where it's like we're almost taking away what 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 he really did and we're focusing on what he didn't do, quote, in, in, in your eyes, I guess, you know? Um, and I think what Kaepernick did was huge for – Black athletes, and I'm not just saying just football, just athletes in general, and not even just black, but white, yeah. you know, all kind of races because it, you know, it, it gives that awareness, and you know, we we try to connect those dots that have been undotted for so long. Um, but I think Dez is wrong as hell, man. Like Dez, and I, I know he a former cowboy because I know that's your boy. Um, but bro, it's just like. He's taken away from the actual subject matter, like the that that blueprint, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you're not looking at the blueprint and you're trying to look at, you know, the skyscraper and what the end result look like, you'll never appreciate, you know, the foundation. So, in my opinion, I think Dad's wrong as hell, man. Wrong as hell. Okay. Okay. What you think? So you know, as you mentioned. You know, I love my Cowboys, and Dez mm-hmm. sits high on that list of my all-time favorites. So, this is hard, man. 
But yeah. it's obvious that Dez was out of his weight class on this topic. Mm-hmm. A quick Google search, and he would have found out that Cap has founded the Know Your Rights Camp, created mm-hmm. a publishing company, a SPAC mm-hmm. that's raising $300 million for social justice initiatives, mm-hmm. plus numerous philanthropic acts that has helped the community and the culture. So we can't say there wasn't a call to action. Uh, and you know, man, this is a weird hill to die on. Mm-hmm. There's so many things wrong with the world. So many people that legit deserves criticism. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Cap is one of these people. Nope. However, what mm-hmm. I think Des was getting at, but struggled to articulate, is a knock that others have had on Cap. And that's simply that people wanted to, no, no, needed to hear from Cap. People felt that Cap had the attention of the whole world, but didn't fully capitalize on it. There has been quite a few stories of celebrities and even non-celebrities wanting to really get behind Cap and support the cause, but when they would reach out to Cap or his people, they didn't receive a response. Um, And so that's why you have some Black people that believe Cap was full of it and never had a real plan to begin with. Um, They felt that he essentially just stirred the pot for the attention and the claim. Um, And while I see the viewpoint, it's not my stance because I tend to like my people that are about that action boss. Word of Marshawn Lynch. Absolutely. Um, you know, instead of being a great orator or motivational speaker, Cap decided that his greatest impact would be putting action over lip service. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I do hate that some people feel that they were ignored by Cap. Um, but we also don't know the full story. Maybe Cap saw some people jumping on the train for clout. Instead mm-hmm. of with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's a weird for a weird hill for Dez to down. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere too. If you watched yeah. the entire interview, <laughs> it's like he didn't like do it. Like it's like he, like you said, you said a pivotal point. He didn't do any research at all, um, and you man, can tell. Pulled up. Yeah, he pulled up with that on his mind. Yeah, it's like he, it's like it's like he's been waiting to say that for a while, and like you said. Maybe he didn't articulate it the right way. So maybe that's why I'm saying, hey, he wrong for it. So when I hear it, you know, in a, you know, maybe a more fluent way from Dez, I may have a different opinion. But yeah. just looking at just the, the, just my thing is just stepping up to the plate. Yeah. Like, look, look how many players that we saw who started doing it and then stopped. Yeah. And for somebody to continue just to keep doing it and keep pushing. And I don't know what this man's agenda was, I don't know what his plan was. But I'm just taking talking about somebody creating a step or a platform for somebody who looks like him. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the part I'm looking at. And that's yeah. the part that I'm I'm praising and worshiping. And everything else can kind of fall like dominoes. But yeah. Just that, uh, yeah, that initial step, man, is is it's gonna carry on for this lifetime and even past us and our children gonna read about it. It's gonna be in the history book. So Yeah. 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 And that, you know, my 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 gut feeling is I feel that Dez he kind of hinted at it too. I feel like Dez reached out to Cap. Uh-huh. And because he didn't get any kind of feedback or response from Cap, there I we think go. it's I think his feelings are hurt. And I I think this was more of a personable uh accusation than a overall what everybody, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's uh the mass is thinking or the Straight mass. Up. Yeah, Straight so. up. All right, man. I think that's the sound from Man Cave Chronicles. Let me get my yak and my cigar. Let's get it. Here we go. 
Will Smith says he and Jada Pinkett have an open marriage. So this has been rumored for years. So it isn't a real shocker. And uh, they're far from being the only celebrities partaking in this. But there is a crowd that believes monogamy isn't realistic in today's society because technology has made the world so much smaller, which means we have access to more people than ever before in world history. So some see this as the future of marriage or at least a happy marriage. Now, you and I are both in serious relationships, so of mm-hmm. course this won't fly for us in present day. Mm-hmm. But let's rewind to our single days. Mm-hmm. Say you were with a young lady and mm-hmm. wanted to get married, and she agreed under the condition that the mm-hmm. marriage be open. Is this something that you could handle? I still couldn't do it, bro. I'll be, I'll be so honest with you, dog. And I'm being vulnerable. I couldn't do it, dog. Yeah. I, I mean, just to me... Like, one person is good enough for me, especially when you're giving me everything that I need. You know what I mean? And I know that's going to sound cliche, but this is just, for me, bro, I just, it, all right. (laughs) Number one is extra stress, though. Like, you got to deal with a motherfucker, another motherfucker like this. Like, (laughs) and and I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm going through it, but you got to just be realistic, men. Uh, and women, like, this is another personality that, that you have to deal with. And as you get older, and my peace is way more important than <laughs> sex and yeah. all the other stuff that people think gonna come with it. So, big facts. Um, yeah, man, I take my peace of mind all day. And yeah. even in my my uh, younger days, I know you know we talking about uh, you know twenty nineteen college days, bro. I still can't do an open one, dog. Like. Cause it still won't make me feel no better if I go, you know, sleep with somebody else. Like that doesn't justify. That doesn't, you know, light the candle to my fire. But if I got that one person that's giving me everything they got, oh, bro, I'm good. Nah, I, uh, I, I'm knocked out by the lamb thirty. Yes, sir. ain't got to be on the streets. I ain't, ain't got to search for it. Hey, I eat dinner at eight. Put everybody down at nine. You know what happened at ten? I'm going at 11.30. All right. More like 10, 15. But I got you. <laughs> what about you, man? Can you handle it? Oh, man. You know, so it sounds fun when you just think about what you're going to be doing out in these streets. Right. But when you think about what your wife could be doing, then that puts a damper on all that, man. Absolutely. Fellas, remember, your lady will always have more options than you. I remember totally. I was hanging out with this young lady a long, long time ago. Okay. Long, Put long, that on long, record. Long, long, Statue long of limitations. All right. Yep. <laughs> but I was in my bag, bro, talking shit. And mm-hmm. uh, she showed me her DMs and it humbled the hell out of my ass. Oh, you wow. know, this was before Tinder and all that. So dudes were wilding out. Right. But my ego, bro, is way too fragile for an open marriage. I'd be ready to do something crazy. Cause I'm with you, dog. You know? like, I just can't see myself just. Like, and I know, you know, people who are with it probably saying, well, you get to do the same thing. But to me, bro, it probably wouldn't be the same fulfillment mm-hmm. as my wife. So it wouldn't matter anyway. It'd be like a scratch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but when that, you know, when your wife giving you your all or her all, excuse me, mm-hmm. then bro, that could take more out of you even more. Trust all right, me. all right. Trust and, you me. know, I think you know. I mean, let's just keep it real. It'll probably be some excitement there, but I think we'll get old. Of course, so, yeah. After a while, 
Man, it's kind no. Huh? no, no, what you gonna say? No, I said, I think you get old after why, especially when the, the extra stress starts to come along, you know, you have to Bro. deal with. So, the biggest example I can give for myself is going on a tour. The first four, five, six days of the tour. Oh, oh okay. my gosh, bro. Yeah. It's lit. Yeah. You have a good time. I mean, you, hey, bro, it's it. When you get to date 16, 17, and you got 22 more days after this. Yeah. It's oh. kind of like, I'm good. Yeah. And I've experienced that, you know. Yeah. So, so it's like, man, I, I that reminds me of the tour life where it's, it's fun at first, but mm-hmm. and then after a while, it's kind of like, all right. We gotta yeah. do this again. It's becoming a job now. Right, 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 <laughs> right. But All that's right. a good question, man. Like, yeah, God, dog, yeah. Like that, that crazy, pretty, bro. I would definitely love to hear uh, what our listeners think, man. Like, yeah, because I know there's a lot of people who would be open to this and they can handle their partner being with someone else, you know, and that's cool, man. Hey, please, um, this ain't me. Hey, comment below, y'all. Like, tell us what y'all think, and then if y'all could give us a reason why. Like, it ain't okay. got to be long, but yeah, just give us something why, because we, we we really want to hear from y'all on this one. Good, good. So, uh, let's get into this family business, man. This is family business. Oh, man. Hey, let me go ahead and get serious on it. Because you had yeah. a crazy for me last week, so what you got yeah. for me this week? As a father of a daughter, mm-hmm. this R. Kelly situation hits me a little different, okay? Yeah, I can't imagine the agony these parents must have went through as this creep manipulated and took advantage of their young daughters. Mm-hmm. So, as a father yourself to a young lady, what do you think are some things that you can do to help protect her against pedophiles and weirdos like Robert Sylvester Kelly? Oh man, what a question! Wow, see, I knew you were gonna come with something. I knew it. Um, now my daughter's ten, so mm-hmm. um. I definitely want to make sure like people understand the the rim of where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Um pretty much at this age is middle school. So I think, you know, to prevent um you know predators like that, like R. Kelly, um number one, being open. Mm-hmm. That communication. Like, for instance, man, I asked my daughter, and people probably gonna think this is crazy, but you know, people come home, you know, the kids come home, you're like, man, what happened at school today? Or, you know, what what did you learn in class? And all that stuff, that. Yeah. You know, the first question, you know, one of the questions I asked first? What was that? Man, who got into a fight today? Yeah. So what person said, well, who talking about who? I, I, if you can have that open communication, I think, and if you start early, and, like, my daughter, bro, she be stripped, man, such and such got into a fight. Somebody threw a spitball at somebody in the class. And mm. and I love that because, you know, end of the day, I think a lot of these girls who, you know, R. Kelly messed up, man, they were scared. Yeah. And they were scared to speak. And um, when you're scared to speak to, you know, your own parents, mm. um, that's a huge red flag. And I think it starts with when they're younger. Um, nothing changes overnight. Um, I feel like you have to build and create that foundation and that trust through your daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think communication for me is the first big thing. First, yeah. first, first big thing. Um, secondly, how would um have you know her avoided is um point out things that I see while we're out. Um, 
you know, like I said, I know it goes back to communication, but being real is my next thing. Like the generation and the and and, and what we're raising now, they're not hidden behind anything. Like they can get anything they want to, bro. Oh, yeah. Anytime. And it's like, why would I let the streets tell her before I tell them? Mm-hmm. And my second bit, my second thing about that is being real. So mm-hmm. telling her this is what can really happen. These are situations that happen. And some people may say, well, man, that may be a little too much for a 10-year-old. But at the end of the day, I'd rather her hear from me and I see her facial expression and how she's looking at it. Oh. So that way I know how to maneuver and you know and move when I even feel or she even comes, God forbid, something like this even occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my two biggest things is communication just up front and just having that open dialogue and two, just being real with your children. Like we like to I remember and I, I hate I'm rambling, like when I was younger, you know, my parents kind of hit, not hid, but wanted to kind of mask some stuff away from us at an early age. And I understood that because we didn't have an internet. We couldn't really get to it. Like I yeah. told y'all, you know, I was um you know, sneaking, watching that stuff at, at a young age because that's the only stuff we had at that point. We didn't have right. a phone or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So now that these kids have this capability and this access and, you know, just what my daughter's told me over the first nine weeks of what goes on, oh, bro, if you don't if you don't think it's a reality to keep it real with your kids, you're in a whole different world. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. But what do you think, man? Because I know, you, you know, your daughter's very young, very yeah. young. So you can't yeah. really communicate, but right. Well, I guess more thing? so what I plan to. So you know, um, for me, man, first it starts with the way she sees how you treat her mother. I like so it. you know, even when we're annoyed and tired of each other, there always has to be a line of respect, you know, both ways that can't right. never be crossed. Right. Um, then it's your relationship with your daughter and uh it's finding this line is like so hard for me now, but there mm-hmm. has to be some level of spoiling. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where she's rotten and weird, but right. she needs to know what healthy male attention looks like. You know, I don't want my daughter being impressed by a guy that can take her to a nice dinner or two or buy her some shoes and she goes to mine. You know what I mean? Because yep. um, we both know you know, ladies that at a young age receive male attention. It was usually from an older guy. Yeah. But they had no idea what was good and what was bad. And a lot of times it was bad and they got burnt. Right. You know, right. And lastly, man, I actually thought about what you said um, a few episodes back and what you kind of like touched on uh, a few minutes ago. Um, just getting involved in your kids' social lives, you know, like you said, yeah. as, as much as possible, you know, down to the nitty gritty if you're bored. I want to know names, faces, and ages yep. of friends off the dribble. Um, yeah, ain't no guy friends that go by Mister. Um, ain't no play play uncles and cousins like all oh, that's dead. Hell no, nah. you know what I'm saying? So hell no, nah. yeah. So that's where it would start with me, man. I like that too, man. And just like you said, bro, it's just I think to me, and and, and I'm not saying that you know it, we make it hard, but mm. if we just open up, like you said, that channel of communication, I do like the whole. Uh, tr- showing her how a woman's supposed to be treated yeah. like i still like i open the door for my wife of course and my daughter mm-hmm. or you know uh like you said my dad can buy me those shoes that or i can get, go get my own stuff like i don't wow. that doesn't impress me you know yeah. 
Like, um, and like you said, I like the kind of spoiling where she's not rotten, but you have to give your daughter, you know, that different attention than you would your son. And not saying that it has to be different and uneven, but it just has to be different, even attention. Um, so I, I, I love your two points, man, with, you know, treating, you know, their mother or any woman with yeah, the utmost yeah, respect, right, you know? Right, right. It's just what they see every day in the house, you know. But you're right, anyone, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So that's man, a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's get into these uh, shout outs, man, and get up out of here. What you got, Ooh, man? Hey, I'm gonna say it again, man. Shout out my Florida Gators, man. We coming back strong this week. Um, shout out Mom Dukes, man. She didn't, she didn't went above and beyond this week, bro. And like I said, I'm gonna let y'all know next week uh, what happened. Um, shout out um, the show and the listeners. We appreciate y'all. Shout out you, G. You know, you always making show things right and intact, so I appreciate you. And um, that's pretty much it, man. Um, I'm going to say also just shout out to myself, man, just for being persistent and, you know, the things, the, 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 the personal things that I'm going through, just being able to uh, overcome them, bro, you know. You never really. Uh, we always forget shouting out ourselves, man. We shout out everybody else, but the person yeah. in the mirror. So okay, uh, my dog. <laughs> I'm gonna shout me out this week. Dead is good <laughs> shot, boy. What you got for me? I want to give a shout out to Jay Z and the NFL for getting this next Super Bowl halftime show right. The public will be blessed with the presence of Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Way too many hits between these legends for this halftime show not to be one of the greatest of all times. And shout out to my Auntie Ann, my cousin Justin. Uh, Auntie, get better. Cuzzo, you know, I got your back if you need anything. Love you guys. And lastly, shout out to the listeners and supporters. Y'all definitely keep us going. We appreciate you all. Uh, Our sign-off message this week comes by way of Kevin Hart. It's on the topic of not quitting. So enjoy that, and we'll be back in your ears next week. Peace! You don't start things and not finish them. You don't quit. There's nothing that comes out of quitting besides knowing that you didn't finish. We finish everything. You start it, finish it. If you're going to do it, do it to try and be the best. Not be better than other people, be the best for you. Thank you, thank you. It has been another episode of Washed Up Boys. It's your boy C. Rose. It's your boy KG. And we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe. Tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your cousin, tell your... Gee, I ain't forget nobody, right? You all good, my brother. All right, man. So tune in next week. We're going to have another crazy episode. And we are out. Peace.